What is going on, sports world, and welcome back to episode 9 of the Around the Hornet podcast. Let's get right into our introductions. Firstly, I'm Quinn Cisneros, sports editor of the Hornet. Uh, my co-host today, CJ Womack. Say what's up, CJ. Oh, what's up? All right, and then we got Jake Rhodes, editor-in-chief of the Hornet. Say what's up, Jake. Yo, yo. All right, and lastly... Uh, we're welcoming back Pedro Saravia, news editor of the Hornet. What's up, Pedro? How you doing? How you doing, guys? All right, guys. So we're gonna get into our first segment today. Uh, start with the NBA. <laughs> let's get right into it. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers a little bit, right? Oh my goodness. Right. So, you know what? I'm gonna start off with Jake. Um, uh, how are we feeling about the Lakers start so far? What are we five and five right now? LeBron was out last night against Portland. How do you think the Lakers are without LeBron? Well, the numbers will say they're atrocious without your 21 LeBron. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know how the numbers in front of me. However, I do know the plus minus is very low when he's out, and it's good when he's in. The 5-5 five and five record sums up the Lakers right now. They're just meh. Yeah. Like, they're just they're okay. Like, they beat the Suns twice, which is impressive. Also got destroyed in Orlando, which kind of also sums up the, the lesser of two evils. I think we're going to be fine when it comes down to it. But as we're talking, you're asking about Lakers right now. Uh, not very, not very good. Not horrendous. They're just kind of like in that middle ground, figuring it out still. Um, but I, it's clear that we still need LeBron to be the best friend of the team, which is kind of alarming in my opinion. No. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, one thing I was looking at the other night was the Lakers have not had a convincing win all year and their five wins. I think their biggest win was last night against Portland with six points. Portland didn't have Anthony Simons. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't have Scoot Henderson. They were, they were missing their top two players. And, you know, that cannot happen. I, I get it. LeBron was out, but Portland is a bottom, bottom feeder team. You know, so we're going to see, you know, how the season continues to go along. Anthony Davis has played exceptionally well. Uh, I have his stats here. He's averaged 24 points. Oh, my goodness, Quinn. What don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Quinn. Don't don't say Anthony Davis's. Do, please don't tell me you're about to what? praise Anthony Davis's Whoa. name. Please do not tell me you're about to praise Anthony Davis. He's got 61% true shooting, oh by the way. Goodness. Anthony Davis is the problem with the Lakers. I feel like if we, if we you know, <laughs> get rid of AD... The Lakers might be, you know, a championship team. AD, then this is, I'm, I'm going to preface this. I'm a football player. AD is the softest, inj injury-worthy, just, he just, he, he gets injured all the time. He's never, you know, you, he's not reliable. It's just like, Jake, what do you think? Because I, I don't. So wait, so you're saying your answer is to trade him? Oh, absolutely. See, Mike, Mike. I agree with your points to an extent. To an extent, however, do you think the Lakers would get real compensation for him to replace him? No, that's my fear. No. What do What do we get back in return at this point? So you kind of got to ride or die with him because at his best, he's top ten player in the league at his best. Yes, that's pretty. I don't know if that's really debatable. I mean, because this be, is what he did against Portland last night without LeBron. First game without LeBron all year, I believe. Mm -hmm. Oh no, he didn't play against the Rocket. No, he did play. Against no, he, did. Right? he did. Okay, game. first game. Anthony Davis, 30 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 blocks, and was a plus 17. That's pretty good. But wouldn't you say that's probably expected? 
that's expected. Like that. In a game like that, that's expected. He did what what was expected, and the Lakers won. That's like telling a fish to swim. Like, yeah, they kind of got to. Kind of got to. He right? still, you know, it's <laughs> it's not like he put up a, a stinker. Right. You know no. What I mean? No. And and the whole thing about Anthony Davis is, I completely get the fact that he's injury prone. That's just gonna happen. He's been like that his whole career, but. He was healthy last year. He he got outplayed by Jokic in that playoff run. But I've, I've always been faithful in Anthony Davis, and I think it's going to be a lot different this year. If he could stay healthy, it's going to be great. Any doesn't thoughts, Pedro? Doesn't he cause a lot of problems in the with the team, like arguments with the other players? Well, no, no. He's never really been a, a – the only thing I can think of is, you know, when he had that little fight with Dwight Howard a couple years back, Russ's first year. But he's a he's a great team leader. You know, he's not like LeBron team leader, but you know, eventually when LeBron does go and AD's still around, I, he he will have to take over that role. But you know, I, I think he's a great teammate. I don't think you know he always takes accountability too. And yeah, that's one thing that I've always noticed by Anthony Davis. I can push back a little bit on your LeBron retires, AD takes the reins because I just don't think he's that guy. No, I don't even think either. So mm-hmm. you'd have to get someone of that caliber to replace, or if AD's your one. Welcome to the New Orleans Pelicans, his first eight <laughs> years, where it's just maybe getting the first round here yeah. and there. That's he, a big problem, I see, with the Lakers. They're depending on a very old player. The oldest yes, player that's, the yeah, absolutely. And when he's gone, what's going to happen? You know, you got to think about it. And I don't think That's Andy's a topic a, I would love to get yeah, into, even though we probably think. don't have time today, <laughs> is the war path LeBron leaves behind him when he leaves a place. Can we just oh, get yeah. into, just, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> what is everybody's um, guess or pre- prediction on how long does LeBron last? Does he stay until Bronny gets into the NBA, and does he stay? Does he retire with LA? I think are, I think he stays till Bronny gets there. I think at this point, I mean, he's only a year or two away. He spends a million dollars on his body, right? And he's obviously he doesn't look like he's slowing down no, to me. He's not slowing down at all. Does and he retire a Laker? I believe he does retire a Laker unless Lake, he actually sticks to what he says about the Bronny. Lakers signed Bronny. That's but, the bigger because it has to work like work out. Le- because like we'll say like I, I get what you're about to say. Mm. So if Bronny like gets drafted by um, the Wizards, does LeBron go to Washington? I don't think LeBron goes to Washington. <laughs> like uh, I, I think I think he I, I think he loves the idea of it, and I and I completely get it. You right. know, the first time ever. But you know, reality kind of has to kick in. If he's still playing exceptionally well, why is he gonna want to go to the Wizards? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, how well is a Bronny is Bronny gonna adapt in the NBA? Well, Bronny has the NBA. He hasn't even played one college game yet. Yeah. And, right. you know, he's probably not going to leave after this year. You know, very unfortunate what happened, but. Right. He shouldn't, know. but will he do it to, like, appease his dad? Is that a whole other debate? Yeah. What, what, hap- it, what it, happened? He went to cardiac arrest at yeah. practice. Oh, at that's practice. right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I and, uh, yeah, he hasn't even played yet. Um, right. he, I don't know when he was. I don't know when he was. When shout he out to. USC basketball. Playing awesome nah. right now. Um, <laughs> they great are. start to they the are. season. They are. And uh, anyways, that's besides the point. Yeah, Bronny hasn't played yet. So, yeah. you know, that's probably going to be a couple years. Could be three years, right? Depending on his growth. That, I don't know if LeBron's going to make it three more years. I believe LeBron has till 45. That is my crazy <sighs> prediction, and I believe LeBron has till 45. Welp, you heard it from <laughs> Quinn first. <laughs> it's like five more years? Yeah, I think LeBron could play five more years. That's insane. That'd He's be nuts. Old. That'd be nuts. He's that would old. be, I'd be one of a kind that would never be matched again. Yeah, that's insane. Five so, years. I mean, the question has to be asked then: If 
he does play the next five years, let's say he wins one more championship, maybe mm-hmm. one more, is he the goat? Yeah, mm. um, I, I I'm a firm believer in LeBron being the goat already. I, I mean, he's the all-time leading scorer. Um, so what about the finals record, man? I don't care about a finals record. Man. I'm sorry, Quinn. The goat. So, okay, I think that we need to break down the argument, right? It's best athlete or best player versus like the most accomplished. Yeah. Right. I think people confuse the two. So like when people say, "Oh, the goat," they're talk. A lot of people, in my opinion. I think that they're saying who's the who's the winner, like who wins. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna have that argument, I mean, I'm I mean, not Bill, Bur- Bill yeah, Russell. Bill Russell, Kareem? like Kareem. There's so many people who <laughs> just have won so many titles. <laughs> I do not think that LeBron is the best, and that's because I am the people that I just talked about. I think that the best player is the person who wins. That's why I think Tom Brady is the goat of Patrick Mahomes. I think that it's the person who has made the biggest impact on the game. That's also why I think mm-hmm. it's Tom Brady up to this point. I think in four or five years, it might transition to uh, Mahomes. But we're talking about the NBA. I think Michael didn't go. Wait, he never. Was it the fact that he didn't go to a game seven or he never Yeah, lost he, never went to he never went to a game seven. Like, that's unheard of. And he never lost in the championship. To me, that's the goat. Yeah. <laughs> and usually that's my stance, but I like to, since we like, a, like to debate, I'll push back a little bit. Okay. I um, always kind of find it curious that we account for LeBron's losses and in the playoffs and struggles that he's had with the Cavs in the early years. Right. Do we talk about the first like six years of Jordan's career where they couldn't eight get out of the first round? Actually. It was, it was really eight. eight. It was close. Yeah, it was close to eight. So like it's just it's just it always interests me when people decide whether we're gonna count that or not. He didn't win the, until he got Pippen. He didn't win yeah. until he got Pippen. It's also the argument of, you know. LeBron didn't win until he got D-Wade. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. And I completely get that <laughs> argument. Yeah. But, like, it's like it's people. Just, people it's, It depends on who, what you think the criteria yeah. is. Yeah. And the other day. Personally, I, I think I think LeBron can bring more winning to a team than Jordan can. Mm. That's fair. Good argument. Yeah. You have, you can go both sides. Like yeah. I said, I, I, I'm, like, up in the air. I could go. I could debate either side, I feel like. It's just depending on what do you think and what do you mm. prioritize in yeah. the best athlete. Cause I was, I would think, selfishly, Kobe should be in that conversation, but he gets that gets frowned upon, mm. and it's like, I mean, he had five, he had some great yeah. years, he's yeah. a leading scorer, I mean, got robbed of two baby, MVPs, he did get robbed. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, like, the other one, he should have, yeah, <laughs> he should have three, not one. That would help his argument for sure, but like that gets poo pooed a lot too. So I, you know, it just yeah. kind of depends on what you think the criteria is. What about you, Pedro? Who do you think is the Who's goat? your goat, Pedro? I've always heard Michael Jordan is a goat because he created. Uh, what most people consider the best team in the history of the NBA, the, mm-hmm. the Bulls, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. most championship ever, Greatest and he franchise. was a big part of it, you know. So I think I stand with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Okay. Hmm. I guess right. if I had to pick a side, I'd still pick Jordan. <sighs> yeah, that's but, fine. But LeBron, I think, is I like, think in time, I think in time, uh, now as Le- this older generation moves out, mm-hmm. I think LeBron is slowly going to take over the reins. And How the, our parents talk about Jordan, we're going to talk about LeBron yeah. to our kids. Yeah, it's right. just the, the reaping cycle. I'm sure there's yeah. someone, yeah, someone will probably be the person that our kids for, for their talk kids. About. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, you know, LeBron like, does get say one. like Luca. I mean, right, Luca. Yeah. You know, yeah. LeBron gets one more though. Then, or if he gets yeah. to six, now he gets to six. We, especially yeah. like say he wins one, like he wins one in his forties. Yeah, that'd be obviously crazy. Yeah, that'd be insane. Because that was the main thing with Brady. Right, he won. He won. He won like two, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, two when he was super old. Yeah, so that was like what finally put him over. Like not only having seven, but like, um, you know, having, um, you know, winning when he was in his forties, and like, oh, like Montana didn't do that. Yeah. 
So anyways, let's move into the Clippers. Let's talk about the Clippers. What's going on there? Uh, Jake, you want to get into that? Oh, I would love <laughs> to. Wait, you're a Pedro Clipper fan? I'm a Clipper fan. I'm not an oh, NBA fan. I do like I, the Clippers. But I, 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 remember, I thought I remembered, but I'm not going to. I was going to was gonna go way in, but as you're here, I'm not going to do it to you. I'll only go half. You can be honest. I mean, you can be honest. <laughs> The James Harden effect felt. Oh, yeah. James Harden effect. Yes, I am here to see the explosion. I'm here to see the crash and burn. Um, it's it's a sight to behold. I am the system as I start losing, making this team lose is just insane to me. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen their run lately, and they got yeah. they got the Nuggets tomorrow. So I don't know if they're gonna win tomorrow either. So yeah, who knows when this is gonna end? So they're they're own five since they've gotten hard. Right. Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> Bad know what it too. is. Um, their lineup's really small too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could have Kawhi, you could have Paul George, but you know, you go up like against an AD, Zubac isn't stopping AD. No, and then after that, you know, what do you, they have? You go up against a really good big. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. Their depth is kind of shot. You know, it's not yeah. as strong as it was in the previous years. Um, I don't know what value Mason Plumley really brings. Yeah, I'm not, you're not so, afraid of him at all. But yeah, I just think, and I also don't know. If I agree with, because they're running like 10 guys out there. Mm-hmm. And something I they got like 13 guys that would probably be in a rotation on any team in the NBA. So that's impressive, right? Yeah. I was really looking into the other night when they lost and they got like 30 pieced by Matt, the Mavs. Yeah, Luca, and Luca just, just cooked, cooked them up. Yeah. Norman Powell's, they kind of got getting the odd man out. He, and has, he was minus 32 in one of the games. Is he that bad? Or is he getting put in when they were down a lot? Yeah, I, I think maybe a little bit. I feel like someone feel, like that should be finding minutes on that team. And it's like, instead they're giving it to like Bones Highland and like yeah. these other guys. And I feel like they're, they're, I think they're pushing the wrong buttons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they have the pieces are there to be mm. a winning team. For basketball, for quasi basketball fans like me, can you guys explain the plus minus thing with players? I don't get it. So basketball players get judged on that a lot. And it basically means what's the score while you're in? And uh-huh. if it's plus, say, plus 10. That means while you were in the game, your team was up 10. That's thanks so to what you're doing. That's so dumb. Oh, it is. It's it so is. dumb. But it is, it it is, is yeah. what they judge it off. It's like mm-hmm. people, when people, uh, the, the, the QBR if, thing is stupid Right. They throw, if they throw Che in there and they're down 30 and then they lose by 40, well, you got a minus 10. I was like, what? We are down 30. Like, I mean, what did you expect was going to happen? Yeah. yeah. So, no, like, yeah, I get it. that's, but it, they are judged heavily off mm-hmm. that statistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just one of those things. Kind of like you said, QBR. But the Clippers are just a hot mess that I'm here for. Yeah. And I, I, I love it. I love it. Um, but <laughs> they just talk I, a lot. I think Pedro doesn't, but they talk a lot. <laughs> I think a lot of it is ego, and I yeah. think you know maybe there could be some things going on behind the scenes. I saw a clip of Westbrook getting taken out for I don't know if I remember who it was. He got taken out late. He was mad about it. You so. see the video? I think after was it the Knicks loss or something that Harden was already out partying or something. They're trying to. Oh yeah. They're already trying to spin that narrative, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like you know that's that you signed up for that. Mm-hmm. Why you didn't need to trade for him? Yeah. Why I it's ruined it the team me. chemistry. Just, you know. See, Ter- see Terrence Mann when he walked yeah. in the room oh, the first was, day. He was mad. He just like looked up from his phone. And was like, oh god, here we go, and looked yeah. back down. So, There's a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We'll see. Honestly, it's, it's the history of the Clippers. Literally. The big dream of the Clippers is to be the biggest team in LA, you know? And we've always been kind of close of doing it when the Lakers have been down, but it just it just never happens because players, their ego grows so much, they just they just believe they're the best already and they start flopping. Nothing irritates field. me more than yeah. Clippers fans. Not you, Pedro, but Clippers fans. <laughs> yeah, the real We uh, beat you guys every single time. Okay, well, we made it to the something called the Western Conference Finals and 
your team does not. So yeah. go ahead and keep Lakers. And all those years we were down, you still didn't get a championship. Yeah. We got one during that yeah. time. Exactly. Yeah. That puts it all in perspective. I don't care if it's a COVID. I don't yeah, care if we want it. We want it. And Clippers fans, and you have not. Y'all was up 3-1. Don't forget that. <laughs> so you had the shot. Just as much a shot as we did. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't hijack that. I, I love oh, yeah. Clippers hate. Oh, yeah. So go ahead, can, can, can carry on. Me I'm, too. I am the petty one. I'm, over a, here, I'm so. a Clipper hater for life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, che, you want to get us into our next segment? Yeah, baby. New Year, same UFC. So we're going to talk about UFC 295, um, the top three cards um, Jessica Andrade versus uh, Dern, um, Prozaska versus, I'm sorry, yeah, Prozaska. No, it was Tom Aspen. No. Who was this? The co-main event was Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Pavlovich. Um, Tom Aspinall ended up getting the knockout, becoming the UFC heavyweight interim champion. First question: Do we think John Jones? Do we think this guy can beat John Jones? I mean, he's the third. Lipkin talks about him. I don't think so. No, no. Oh, yeah, John Jones. I mean, yeah, no. It's just not gonna happen. It's. It, you know, I try to try to learn more and more about UFC. You know, but it's it's hard to get into it. But. One thing I know is John Jones will never be beaten. So yeah, John so, for for everybody that is not the biggest UFC fan, John Jones is the Tom Brady is the LeBron James, Michael he's Jordan, the goat. Kobe. He's the goat. In your opinion? Yes. It, well, I mean, if we want to get into the stats, if, so basically the top three right now is John Jones, um, Islam Makashev, and I think Charles Oliveira is third. Irrelevant. So if we want to break down, you know, John Jones' career. He's beaten literally the greatest of the greatest of all time. You're talking about um, beating the best wrestler to ever come in the UFC, Daniel Cormier, twice, mm -hmm. knocking him out once. That one I'm familiar with. Yes, the, the <laughs> UFC's most prominent rivalry yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, he fought uh, uh, the guy from Sweden. I'm forgetting it. Um, Gustafsson beat the dog out of him um, <laughs> and didn't even train. Um, let's not forget that... <laughs> This is sports and college uh, sports podcast, but John James did cocaine one weekend and beat DC the next. Like he yeah. didn't train. Yeah, and I'm sure that wasn't the first or the last or time. the last time. <laughs> um, he knocked out Dominic Reyes or beat Dominic Reyes really uh, beat up Dominic Reyes really badly. Uh, he came and beat Cyril Gaon, which is probably the most athletic uh, heavyweight that there is. And I'm I in my personal opinion, I don't think Stipe lasts around with him. I really don't. I one think round? One round. I think he Damn. gets knocked out in the first. I think John Jones is the... The thing about it is... So this is UFC. One-on-one. -on -one, mm -hmm. right? You can't blame anybody else, maybe besides the refs or the judges. But John Jones is the best wrestler. He's the best kickboxer. He is the best boxer in the UFC. Dang, how can you... What way... Like, how... What Based off of what can we say that somebody can beat him? Nobody has. The one no contest he has is illegal 12 to 6 elbows that he used on a dude mm. because he was hammering him into the ground. If it goes to a decision, which it probably wouldn't, he would have won. He <laughs> hasn't been beaten, nor has he been stopped. Mm. We can't say that about anybody else. Yeah. Besides Khabib. And Khabib fought 29 times and retired early. So it's like, mm. Pedro, what you got? I mean, if, if there's somebody that get close to him, who would it be, in your opinion? Regardless of division or in the heavyweight? In the heavyweight. Well, he Cyril Gaon was his match, right? And he beat the dog out of him. And the heavyweight Tom Aspinall, I think, doesn't have enough wrestling capability, nor does he have the BJJ capability. Um, I don't know. DC is gone. DC was supposed to be his match. DC was supposed to the guy that was supposed to beat John Jones, and he didn't. He got beat up twice. 
Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm a novice, and I made that clear in the first episode. But, <laughs> um, Khabib, what what weight class was he? He was lightweight, so, so he that, they wouldn't have fought each other. They wouldn't have fought each other. But the argument for Khabib is that Khabib fights in a much, uh, comp- much more competitive division. Oh. So you're talking about the division of Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, Daniel, uh, Daniel, um, I can, I'm not saying Poirier, uh, Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. that division. So it's more competitive, but they could them two could never fight each other. No, it, it would be John Jones is six four two forty. Is uh Khabib was you know lightweight, so that's yeah three or four divisions down. Oh okay, uh, so the the, the big debate there is who's been who's better, been better better in their division. The issue is, is that Khabib. Remember after the Gus, uh, he fought Connor, the whole mm-hmm. drama right, he yeah. flew out of the cage. Yes, he the, <laughs> he then his dad ended up dying, and then he fought Justin Gaethje, submitted right. him, and then he retired. Early. Right, I remember that. So, you know. That's 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 my spiel. Um, if we get into you know the, the the cards next year that UFC released, UFC two ninety seven O'Malley versus Cheeto Vera, mm. uh, Sugar Sugar Sean O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only guy that's beat him technically. He had Sugar he Cheeto Vera beat him down. Um, he ended up Sean O'Malley like tore a, a, a vein or something. Mm-hmm. It ended up being a no contest. That's an interesting but theory. the only guy that has beaten O'Malley on the canvas has been Cheeto Vera. So we'll get that rematch. Then my guy, who I think is the second best pound for pound fighter of all time. I know he just got beat by Islam, but Volk Volkanovski versus Tapuria. This is a rematch. Volk obviously beat the dog out of Tapuria. Mm-hmm. Um oh, this hurts me to say. I think Tapuria pulls off the upset. Mm-hmm. I got Tapuria in knockout style. In two rounds, um, I think Volk, I think that he, taking that fight versus Makachev late was a mistake. I think this ruins his career. I think he's done. Mm. UFC mm. 299, Southern California's very own Corona, the pride of Corona High, Sean Strickland versus mm. uh, Duplacius. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love me some Sean Strickland. I'm sorry. Pedro's over there shaking his head, but I love me some Sean Strickland. <laughs> he actually just got into it with Valentina Shevchenko on Instagram or Twitter. It was weird. Mm. Um, and then... This is the one I want circled. To break yeah. off. This is what the UFC is rumoring. <laughs> this will absolutely be the most anticipated fight for the UFC in the next five years. The one, the only, the notorious Glorious. Conor McGregor <laughs> versus Chandler. Um, Chandler called him out um, a couple of months ago. And, you know, these are arguably the two most entertaining fighters in the UFC. Um, Chandler's weird because he's the type of guy that is a good fighter in an era of great fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Charles Oliveira's BJJ artist. He got knocked out by Oliveira. He got submitted by Justin Gaethje, who was an absolute brawler, which is weird. And then he got submitted by Dustin Poirier, which is, again is another brawler. So he just had bad luck with, with his deal, but that's UFC. Um, a lot of big fights coming out. Um, let's not forget about 296 uh, Edwards versus Colby Covington. Mm. Um, I love me some Colby Covington. Yeah. I got an upset. I got Kobe Covington in a decision mm. um, in a year where <laughs> not to start anything, but in a year where there was once three African champions. Now we have Kobe Covington mm-hmm. and Sean Strickland as champions, mm, nice. which is insane. Before we move on, let me circle back one time. Any, and again, asking the expert, any convenience that they'd put McGregor on UFC 300? Is that like a reason? Just because of that number? Or does that really matter? It was actually supposed, so the 296 card was mm-hmm. supposed to be Connor Chandler. End mm. up, the whole thing with USADA breaking away from UFC, mm. they talk, USADA talked crap about McGregor, it delayed it. He has entered the USADA pool, so he's not doing drugs. Mm. Um, 
which means he has a potential to fight. Yeah. Mm. They're saying that's to, uh, that'll be the January, February, March, May fight or mm. April fight. Um, that was a technicality. It wasn't just because like this is three hundred. Yeah. Got a big name. No, it was just oh. a technicality. Yeah, it was just okay. how it lined up. I feel like boxing loves to do that. Any kind, anytime there's like a, you know. In Mex- number, Mex- yeah, yeah. Or, or Mexican Independence Day, we gotta get yeah. Canelo's gotta fight every Mexican Independence Day or whatever. Yeah. I feel like that's what they do, like they scheme it yeah. to the top. So the USC does the same thing. They just announced that the sphere in Vegas mm-hmm. is the where the card's gonna be for the Mexican American <laughs> or uh Mexican Independence Day next year. So Damn. huge that's deal. <laughs> Quinn, we're now oh. college football. Break it's us down. What we got first? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> USC has finally decided to fire Alex Grinch, yes. the mm. worst defensive coordinator in the nation. <laughs> the history of the sport. Let me just put it to you this way. <clears throat> USC was giving up 486 total yards of offense. I could probably find a couple high schools around here that don't give it that much. Exactly. Fullerton High School right across the street. <laughs> Doesn't give Their that freshman much. team would score 25 points on USC. <laughs> Absolutely. Abs- I absolutely agree. Wow. Opponents averaged 45 <laughs> points. Jesus. Holy wow. smokes. That's so, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's at, so. So the Grinch stole Christmas the Grinch and the Grinch yeah. and the Grinch stole USC's playoff. Hopes. Yes. That's pretty Grinch nuts. That stole defense. The Grinch <laughs> that stole Christmas. The Grinch, the Grinch, yeah. Alex Grinch, the That's worst crazy. defensive coordinator I think I have ever I mean, mind you, I have so many friends on that defense. I talk to them, you know, they don't want to say anything bad about him, but getting rid of him was and and you can kind of see it in, in the in the uh in the Utah in the not the sorry, not the Utah, USC. Washington game. Oh, Washington. Mm. Uh you could kind of see him telling players about a scheme and you know, they just look yeah. you know, disinterested. <laughs> and you know, whether or not it's it's Alex Grinch or the players they both have to execute their job. Yeah. And the players, there's been a big issue, big, big issue with players missing tackles. Mm-hmm. Another big thing is USC is 11th in the Pac-12 with penalties. Jeez, penalties have killed USC this year. I mean... I don't know. Those, go, those don't go to Grinch. Though. Those go to Mr. Riley. Those yeah. go to Mr. Riley. But yeah. I think the, the thing that irritates me most is that we talk about some other podcasts, but when you see USC players after a loss... You go the next morning and they're posting them walking with their Gucci bags. And oh, yeah. Walk- I mean, I'm like, what are you? It doesn't, it doesn't y'all matter. just lost. Y'all just mm-hmm. gave up 50 points and then you want to post Gucci? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can guarantee you Gucci don't want to sponsor you after that 40 point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go ahead and get rid of the Gucci because Gucci don't want to be a part of that. You know, USC. My Lord. <laughs> Stop looking at the numbers. You're, 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 you're making yourself look yeah, Look at the upset. offensive numbers. The offensive, yeah, those numbers are- the offensive numbers are good, but, you know, that doesn't mean anything, you know, when. If USC's lost four out of their last five games. Lincoln Riley went fifty-five and twelve at Oklahoma. He's already lost seven games as the two years. And they can't they can't use the excuse that it's the quarterback because uh let's not forget <laughs> yeah. that who had he had at Oklahoma. He had the Heisman Trophy winner, Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield, the Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. and the second uh Heisman front runner, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So it's not the quarterback. He's always had the quarterback. He's always had the quarterback. Yeah. We we're USC, man. We need to go get the top defensive coordinators in the nation. Mm-hmm. Go find them. Yeah, I mean it. It shouldn't be that hard. And and you, you know, know what was the most glaring? And this is not a. This is a Alex Grinch started been fired. So they played Oregon this weekend, and I was watching some of that. There's no world 
were, and I'm a UCLA fan, so obviously I'm a little hater, but like <laughs> in reality, though, seriously, in reality, USC should never be outclassed athletically, and Oregon Ever. is running yeah. circles around them. Yeah. So, so it, that cannot, that should not. We have the best players in the in the in the world in Southern in, California. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. In Southern California, how are how do you not have them on your defense, and how are they not able to keep anyone in front of them? So this is that's the, the problem. This is so to go to Jinx. Jinx absolutely right because there's there's this kind of premise around college football. There are three teams who should not have to travel outside of their backyard to recruit: mm-hmm. USC, Texas, Florida. Yep. Period. And mm-hmm. if you want to add UCLA, if you want to add Texas A and M, Florida State, you can. You're closer, but, but like, yeah. And I, I would argue for because people forget that Georgia is a hotbed right. for football. Yeah. So I would argue USC slash UCLA, UT slash Texas A and M slash TCU, Georgia, and then uh, Florida, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Those four teams slash six teams should never, ever, ever, ever have to travel outside of their state to right. get uh, uh, talent. The two top picks in the NFL the last uh, December, guess where they were from? Southern California. L.A. and Rancho Cucamonga. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where they were from. Mm-hmm. All the quarterbacks are you looking at this year that are coming out of the draft class, they're all in the Pac-12. You want to go as low down as Shador Sanders, like he's in the Pac-12. So their teams, you know, in the Pac-12 should not have to struggle this much, especially USC. Especially USC. And the recruiting's really falling off, like, when – Pete Carroll was there. They were getting guys from Everybody everywhere. in Urban, Southern California was going to SC. Urban yeah. Meyer used to say to the media, when teams would show up to inside Southern California schools, uh, to Pete Carroll used to laugh at them because he <laughs> knew that they had no chance of getting them because he right. was there. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'll tell you, too, that like your your boys, the, one of the posts are charging for it, DJ. Yeah. And his class, yeah. how many of those quarterbacks were in, oh in my our gosh. area? So you're talking you're about... Ta- you talking about Stroud. You mentioned Stroud already and, and uh, Bryce Young. Yes. Mm-hmm. You also have him. You have others as well. Ethan Garbers at UCLA. Yeah, when they all went somewhere else. Well, I was even thinking just the guys that left. Yeah. Went to Clemson, yeah. went to Bama, mm-hmm. right? Went to Ohio State. Yeah. And Bryce Young was actually committed to USC. He, he was committed, committed to USC. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. I think probably blame Clay Hilton for that one. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. but that yeah. that's, the, that's the universal sign that this is a problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That this is a problem. Yes. They should not be losing those guys. And no. especially when we got Dante Williams, who we always say as, in, as a USC fan base, He's a great recruiter. Yep. Mm-hmm. But where the hell is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, like it, there's there's so many fingers you can point at, you know, there's so many fingers to point. Well, what's the main reason? What's causing all of this? I'm going to blame one commissioner, Larry Scott, uh, oh. Pac-12, mm-hmm. who not only screwed the Pac-12 out of a good brand deal. So if anybody knows about the ACC brand deal, that mm-hmm. was supposed to be the Pac-12's brand deal. The ACC has a brand deal with, I don't know which network, until like 2035. So I think it's ACC. It's ACC's network. The Pac-12 was supposed to have that network. Instead, Larry Scott thought that making a Pac-12 network was going to be a smart idea. One of the stupidest. One of the dumbest. He literally ended the existence of the Pac-12. Yes. <laughs> Quite <Yeah>. literally. <laughs> Quite literally, there is going to be no... The Pac-2 is what it is yeah. now. Yes. And now, they're going to make it worse. Well, there's no Pac-12 anymore. But before the Pac-12 branched off, the current commissioner, I won't even speak his name, tried to make a deal with Apple TV. Mm, even worse, man. Who has Apple TV? Yeah. yeah. Nobody. I see the MLB's on there and look yeah. what their numbers look, look like. Look at their numbers. And MLS is trying to build it, but like again, look at their numbers. Look at, like, look at the numbers. <laughs> Nobody is going to buy a subscription to watch Pac-12 football Yeah, no, based thanks. off of the product. You look at the ACC, you look at Notre Dame, TV deal. You look at the SEC, Big mm-hmm. Ten, Big 12, ACC, uh, TV deal. Yep. And now we have our you know our teams traveling across the country at a different conference stanford and cal are in the acc stanford and cal are in yeah. the athletic or atlantic coast conference what sense does that make none doesn't make any larry sense. larry scott 
you're fired. You've already been fired. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fire you again. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, that's pretty bad. We're gonna get into our second. We're gonna get into this really quick. Can the Pac-12 make the playoff? It rides or dies with Washington. Yes. And incorrect. Again, incorrect. It's, it's, and oh. Incorrect. Mm. Interesting. Again, it's Washington. It is they not Washington. They made it in 2016. <laughs> Something uh, like that. Yes, they got throttled by Alabama. I don't hear it. No, I don't hear it. No, yeah, okay, go ahead, Trey. Go ahead. The go ahead. team that is making it to the college football playoff from the Pac-12 is the Oregon Ducks. Mm. And here is why. Did y'all happen to see, I think it was Arizona State that they played? Washington? Oh, U of A when, they, when it was close. When it was close. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you go to that game, first of all, it was Arizona State. It was oh, they won. They beat Arizona State fifteen, 15 to seven. seven. Yeah, that's And right. I'm looking at these games, and you see Washington's record. They beat Arizona, good team, 31 mm-hmm. 24. They beat Oregon, thirty six thirty three. They beat Arizona State, 50, 15 to seven. They beat the Stanford Cardinal, the worst team in college mm-hmm. football, forty two <laughs> to thirty three. Hmm. Well, they played I'm USC. A theme here. Yeah, they played USC, fifty-two to forty-two. Hmm. So guess what? Hmm. They just happened to play my boy DJ Uyangalale and Oregon hmm. State at Oregon State this mm-hmm. week, oh, and sm- they are going to lose at Oregon State. Hmm. That doesn't take them out of the playoff. But what does is the second loss that they will take to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Mm-hmm. That is my prediction. I think that Oregon is the much more balanced team. I think that Bo Nix will win the Heisman. I mm. think that Washington does have a fraudulent defense. It's fraudulent overall, just based off of the last six weeks that they played. They played all two-to-one two possession games. Um, so yeah. uh, you, you have the laptop in front of you, and I don't know if you know this ahead of time. Can Oregon and Washington both play in the Pac-12 championship? Because is it not North and South no, anymore? No, no, it's it's, it's oh, all two the best teams. teams. Two best two teams. Oh, so then, so and Oregon and Washington are at the top right yes. now. Then so. you're then you're right. Yeah. I agree with that. I didn't see. I didn't know that angle was there. Oh, okay. But my reasoning isn't even has nothing to do with that at all. My reasoning is if Washington go runs the table, then they would get in mm. because I think, and I've always said this, and I'm biased as hell because I'm on the West Coast, <laughs> but they do not love us here. They no, hate the West no, Coast. No, they hate mm. it. So one loss Pac-12 or no one loss any other conference, they're taking the they're other taking conference. conference. Yeah. that's my fear. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we're struck on time, but we got to get into this just yes. a little bit. The Alabama Crimson Tide, they're back, and they're gonna get in, and they're gonna get in. <laughs> and the SEC mm. is gonna get two, two teams, teams in, in like again. they always do. So this is speaking. No, direct- no, no, no. Hold on. Oh. No. That was the problem last year. Alabama was a two-loss team last year, right? And people still wanted them in. It's going to happen again this year. They're not beating Georgia. They're not beating Georgia. Let's be realistic. Come on. No one is beating Georgia. Are you betting against Nick Saban? Yes. I refuse to. Yes. I am betting against Nick Saban. I refuse to. Georgia is a freaking... Did you see them play Ole Miss? They've been... They looked It's been shaky. Okay, so they played Missouri. Missouri... Who was a very they beat very fifty two to seventeen? No, not, not this last game, but four to before, this point. Been very shaky mm. until this game, till this home game against Ole Miss. I don't know, man. I don't think anyone stopped. Well, the they, dogs. no, they didn't. They weren't shaky. Well, no, that Missouri game was close. Yeah, but yeah. Missouri's very good. Right. I don't think anyone's stopping the dogs. I, I don't. I think they're. I still do think they're gonna win. I'm just saying it hasn't been as easy as last year looked easy. Okay, so let's this you talk about easy. it. We can. I'm gonna get to the rankings really quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia ten and zero, Michigan ten and zero. That'll you. Th- they're going to be a one loss Big Ten team. Mm-hmm. Florida State ten and zero. It's the ACC worst conference. Yep. Washington ten and zero. Okay, now we get it. So that's five zero loss teams. Right now we get into the contending one loss teams. Oregon nine and one. Pac twelve. 
Texas, nine and one, Big Twelve. Alabama, nine and one, SEC. Louisville, nine and one. No ACC. chance Louisville even sniffs it. They they are the worst nine and one team of all time. Okay, <laughs> so quick. Let's way. get into their schedule. They have Miami and Kentucky. Oh, okay, well, the, well, Kentucky's SEC. You never know. S- you never know. Miami's, you know, Miami. Miami. Yeah. So you got to just look at their one hiccup, which is Pitt. I mean, a, every team. Which is happen. a really bad loss. It's and a they lost by loss. seventeen. That's so. terrible loss. I think they finish with one loss. So I, I think I think it's going to end up being some combination of those top four and whatever that whoever gets the second loss is out. Yeah. So if like Bama gets second loss, they're out. Yep. And then if that's the case, then Florida State gets in. Florida State gets yeah. in. If Florida State goes undefeated, they, they, they deserve to get in. Right. They're undefeated yeah. in the conference. So then we're telling them they're going to take two Big Ten teams before a Pac-12 team. Seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Yeah. Like that's just <laughs> yeah. That's not even not even up for debate unless Washington goes undefeated. That's my point. That's yeah. Yeah, I think I think they I think they don't put in a two loss team this year. They I think I think Alabama loses, and I think uh, yeah, I think the winner. I think, I think win, winner of Oregon Washington gets in okay, if Bama right. loses. So or Florida State doesn't run the table. Yes. So Georgia won the East and Bama won the West. It's already decided. Yeah, it's already it's decided. Already set. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's say this. Bama beats Georgia. <laughs> Ohio God. State beats Michigan or either or. They're both undefeated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Florida State loses to Louisville. Mm-hmm. And Texas, Washington remains undefeated. Oregon, no, let's do this. Washington loses. Oregon's 10-1. and one, And let's say Texas runs the table. Mm-hmm. Who do you put in? Texas. They put Texas in. Do you put Georgia? Because Texas you put is Washington mostly- third. No, they put no. They put Georgia. They put Texas. They put Michigan, Ohio State. Oh, that's so, that pisses you, me off. Me too. It pisses me off too. But I'm telling you if guys, you have, that committee is gonna do it, and you if, know it's true. If if Washington, oh has my goodness, loss, has one loss, they're not putting them in. But then also, the Pac-12 is in the same boat as Florida State. If yeah. one of them goes mm-hmm. in with one loss, whether they win the conference or not, yeah. they are not getting in. Yeah. That's absurd. They that means to be undefeated. Washington again. would have beaten number eight Oregon, number twenty USC, number eighteen Utah, and number twelve Oregon State, and not gotten in. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Jay. That, that, that is true. Heart. You make that's a that's it's, a really good bullshit. That's <laughs> why the twelve, the twelve team will fix that. <laughs> they just don't like the Pac-12. They don't. They the twelve don't. team will fix that. The twelve team playoff was but be in, at the end of the day, down, if, but it'll fix it. It'll since, fix it. Since Washington has last made it, right? I believe they're the last mm-hmm. team to make it, right? Yes. Yes. The Pac-12 has hurt itself, honestly, because they're so competitive. They yeah. beat each other up. They, they cannibalize beat, yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. We don't play Citadel and University of Louisiana Lafayette in the middle of the season. Oh yeah. And also we have ten. We have nine or is it ten conference games instead of nine like the SEC does? Right. SEC. So Pac-12 is all self-inflicted. Yes. Because it's but it just proves that they're competitive. Yeah. So. Well, the day George is going to run We are hurt here on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, we're college we're, football we're playoff committee. Love. Think about us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to this in a couple weeks or yes. so, and you know we'll see where we're at. Yeah, but let's move on. Let's get into something that Pedro loves. Oh yeah, uh, let's talk about our soccer, soccer expert. Our soccer expert here. We're going to talk about the Premier League. Uh, Man City tied with Chelsea. Mm. Was Pedro, great, great was that the uh, was that the best Premier League game so far this season? I would say it was a crazy game. You know, mm-hmm. you saw everything happening in that game from Manchester City uh, getting free penalties like they always get. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. I smell the hate. Pedro throwing the shots. <laughs> you see, um, Cole Palmer and Raheem Sterling, former Man City mm-hmm. players, scoring against their former team, and they yeah. both celebrated. That was pretty mm-hmm. interesting, and I mean. It was a crazy game, very tight game. You know, Back you have the, uh, up, the the current champion of the Premier League play, playing against a team that's been struggling the past few 
the past few seasons. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you taking on your team, man? Well, I've, like I told you from the beginning, I think we uh, we've been sipping the bubbly a little too long on the on the <laughs> UC on the UCL title. They like they just they look very content. Yeah, I mean, which is not like and which I was, is not I was I, happy. About. No, yeah, I, I get that, but at the same time, man, like I mean, they're still up there, but I, like. I think you gotta be grateful, man. You're nine one and two. No, I'm not mad, but I'm saying, yeah. but it's every game as Tom Pedro. It's just weird. Every game's been a dogfight, though. Nothing's been last year. I felt like we just walked through everybody. The, the Premier League was our was our son. Yeah, I mean, you be entire born, all eighteen teams were our son. Bournemouth, but this year, like, one. yeah, that was recently. But early in the season, definitely, we had some dogfights with some teams that we should not have been having yeah. a dogfight with. And, and I this think is one of them. Seat. You lost against Arsenal, who right. you haven't lost in, in the Premier League since 2015, if I believe. Yeah. Well, you, I, mean, I don't play yeah. for Manchester City. I'm just, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. But yes, yeah. you know you're right. You're 100 right. Yeah. And Chelsea, this should not be. This should not be competitive. With Chelsea. But Chelsea, in the past couple of games, they've been they've been showing that they're yeah. improving a lot. Nicholas Jackson. They got Enzo Fernandez. They got Moises Caicedo. They got pretty good players that I are. I was always Raheem Sterling yeah. was one of my favorites when they uh, he was in Man City. Oh. So I know he's kind of like. Disappeared a little bit into the abyss, but he actually had a great game on Saturday. He did. So yeah. um, him and then uh, I like the game was back and forth. It was entertaining. That's why we're here talking about Palmer. Yeah, bench the last player from your bench yeah. player from Man City last season. Yeah, this yeah. season he's he's playing very good for Chelsea. I right, he's very impressive. So, honestly, I mean I, I I haven't watched all the games, but I would say that, that was a definitely a contender for game of the year for our league so far. Yeah, definitely. entertainment wise. Yeah, yeah, and for then sure. Highland, obviously, a lot of people criticizing him. And I he scored two goals. I don't know. I guess he, he had. I guess he had to get a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put the standard too high for him. Right. And so the, yeah, no. Uh, just getting into it. Um, you know, I know you're a Real Madrid fan. Um, but um, Barcelona, they've been a little bit disappointing. Um. They barely won this weekend, and um, you know, Javi, right? Javi, Chavi, 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 sorry, Chavi, excuses guy. He was yeah, excuses he, he guy. Was blaming the press for putting too much pressure on the players. Well, I mean, you we, know, are the, we are the press. we are the press, so you know that's kind of our job, you know. <laughs> so, um, just what's your what's your take on that, man? Like I said, Chavi is the excuses man. Whenever he loses or whenever his team does not perform the way the way he wants to be. Mm. He always, as you know, as he, as, as we have recorded in the past mm. couple of games that he had, he has blamed the sun. He has blamed the grass. <laughs> he has blamed the sound <laughs> on the stadium. <laughs> he just put any type of excuses. Uh-huh. It's saying that it's, it's, not, it's, not our, it's not our fault. It's not mm. Barca's fault. It's, it's somebody else's fault. You know, and, and when you guys were talking about the Clippers fan, mm. that kind of like, it just came to my head. Barcelona fans, they're the same way. Yeah. <laughs> they, think, they think their team is it's like the the master of soccer playing style. Mm-hmm. They think that they play the perfect soccer style, the right one, that even if they don't win, but we play the right way and we just want to win, but we, we, we want to win playing the right way. But mm-hmm. what's happening? Barcelona's performances, couple of last games have been horrible. They're mm. sad. They lost in the Champions League against Shakhtar. Yeah. What, what is Shakhtar, bro? Uh, you tell me. I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty embarrassing what's happening with Barcelona and a lot of people is asking... I know Xavi is a legend of Barcelona. Mm-hmm. He's he's won a, a lot of Champions League with the team. Mm-hmm. For I think he has won with the with the team. He's been one of the best uh, midfielders in history. But is he the right coach that Barcelona mm-hmm. needs? A lot of people is asking that question. Mm-hmm. Barcelona fans are, are blinded. They believe that they're going to win the Champions League this mm-hmm. season. I, I don't know what they're losing. Eddie. They're <laughs> not going to win the Champions League. They're yeah. not is, even going to win. Xavi on the hot seat. Do you think that he'll get replaced, or do you think he'll have he'll buy some time? 
they're giving him a lot of time in mm. Barcelona. You know, if he was in another team, he wouldn't been kicked out already. Dang. Yeah, because I mean, th- I think in the Champions League they're getting through the group stage after two seasons going to the Europa League. I mm. think this time they're going uh, to the next round. Mm-hmm. They'll probably go a second place, but I mean, and and that's good because you know we'll get into our next topic about um, soccer. U- UCL uh, predictions. Yeah. Um, you know who, who's coming up, and uh, you know uh, how do you think it'll? Yeah, go? I've seen a lot of people making predictions, saying who's going to win the UCL this year. We have pretty strong teams. We got Man City, we got Bayern, uh, even the same Real Madrid, who we didn't have a number nine, a center striker at the beginning of the season, uh, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Madrid is not going to do good this season," but they're always there. They're always yeah, there. I mean, and always we got, there at the end. We got Jude Bellingham, midfielder, who is mm. actually scoring the goals. Mm. What's going on over here? Who do you think is going to win the championship this year? I mean, I biasly would say Man City, but I don't think I don't think they're going to be able to repeat. I don't. You said it hasn't happened since Madrid, like a long yeah. time ago, right? Well, it was uh, or not a long time ago. It's yeah. been a few years. Yeah. So repeating is obviously hard in any sport. So I mean, I would like. I don't really know who's who's uh, who the favorite would be at this point. I feel like it's kind of wide open. It's a little early as well. I will say, and I'm gonna tell you this. Okay. Right now, mm-hmm. the two most possible teams to win the Champions League are Bayern and Man City. Mm. You think Man City's still up there? I think they're still up there. If you look at the other teams, right? Man City's four and zero so far. Right. So, yeah. yeah but our our, Bayern, our group was not. No, come right. on. My, uh, my CD's group is yeah, like, easy. Come on. <laughs> it's super easy. <laughs> our, our Red Bull Leipzig was probably their hardest game. And even then, they yeah. killed them. So it's yeah. like, eh. Yeah. But I think it's down the road as we'll see. And then Byron. Byron's game. always tough. And they got Gary Kane this year. Right. Who's scoring a bunch of mm-hmm. goals this yeah. season. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, like. I've, been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of that. Yeah. Gary Kane is crazy. So you, you don't think Madrid's got a shot? I think, I think they are, actually. I think first one mm. will be Bayern, the most possible one, and yeah. then the second one will see will, will be Madrid. Mm. We got Jude Bellingham, who's actually scoring blast of goals this mm. season. He's a midfielder, but he's scoring a bunch of bangers. Your boy Vinny Junior's looking good still. Or he no? was better last season, uh, but the last couple of games he's he's getting good. You know, he has Rodrigo on the other side, the mm-hmm. Brazilian duo. They're playing pretty good football. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or goalkeeper. We don't have Courtois uh, mm-hmm. for this first half of the season. Mm-hmm. He's injured. But um, we bought Kepa, mm-hmm. who's not good either. <laughs> but uh, we got Lunin as well. What's your main goal? He'll be back before like the big games in Champions League? Uh, Courtois. Courtois. Be, yeah, He'll be but, back by then? Yeah. I think he will be back. Oh, Hopefully okay. he's in good form. Right. right. Uh, our defense, uh, Militao, Alaba. Mm, I feel like we need to get a, bit of def- a better defense. I've been hearing that uh, Alfonso Davis is... Mm. Um, Coming to Madrid probably next season. They're negotiating that. Bayern doesn't want to, but I mean, yeah. he he's gonna want to play in Madrid, the greatest team in history, obviously. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's based off championships. Yeah, according to Pedro. Because yeah. that first time he said that, I was like, <laughs> but then he's like, oh yeah, no, but we have the most UCLs by like a million. I'm like, okay, isn't fair. that the best team? No, in yeah, history? no, you're right. No, yeah. you're not wrong. I just didn't know that the first time we talked about yeah. this. <laughs> so, yeah. so I think I think Madrid has a big chance of winning the Champions League. But a lot of people is arguing that Man City and Bayern are like on another level right now because oh. they they got the two best number nines right now, which are Highland and, and Harry Kane, and they have a pretty decent team build around them to defeat him. I'm for it. Yeah, I'm for it too. I, I, I if I had to go with one team, just recency uh, bias, biasness, um, I'd have to go with Man City. I think Man City's gonna gonna take obviously. It. I don't um, feel the. I don't feel like last year. I felt but, good. Last this year, I don't. But let me tell you something about Man City. Man City has three things. Mm-hmm. They have the best 
team, arguably, right now in, in the world. The roster. They have the best number nine, mm-hmm. a lot of people saying, is Allen. And they also, I, I know a lot of people will disagree with this, but they get they get helped a little bit by the referee sometimes, you know? Just every, really? That's the they, reason? They, they are. You saw the last penalty from the <sighs> last game, Kukureya, he literally just, Literally tap a little bit, Haaland, and he threw by himself the, to the floor. By, by penalty. the letter of the law, is that not a foul? You, you have to see it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That was I not know. a foul. Can I, I know. Pedro, can I ask you a sports question? It's a soccer question, but it's a sports question. It doesn't have anything to do about specifically soccer, yeah. really. So, as somebody who likes contact sports and contact <laughs> overall, <laughs> it's hard to watch soccer. It's, it really is. And I think I speak for a very, very large demographic of people in U- U.S. specifically mm-hmm. because U.S. soccer, I you know, sucks, to be yeah, honest. The men's, the men's is garbo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for one, do you think soccer is soft? And if you do or do not, why? If you watch the MLS, like a lot of people here in the United States do, you'll definitely think that soccer is a soft sport. You have to watch actually the big leagues in europe mm. to understand that soccer is not a soft sport so europe is where it's at i i think i think soccer is actually one of the toughest sports to play mm. if you see the players after the games a lot of them come with blood they they come hurt from the faces the, the falls are very hard you know um so so i guess to rephrase it when i see when you see a football player flop it's like bro what like what are you doing like it looks bad when you see a soccer player flop, it's like, oh, it's soccer. Like, that's what they do. How do you think the sport is to change to attract more attention in the U.S.? I think um, people here in the United States, and I think this is why soccer does not um, attach to the American culture as much as, uh, let's say, football do or baseball or basketball, is that soccer is a low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. Christian Pulisic, one of the biggest uh, soccer stars here in the United States, said it. He wants soccer to be... You know, more points, you yes. know, a goal should count ten. seven points, yeah. ten points, but it just counts one. And it doesn't matter from where, wherever you shoot it. It's just one point. I disagree with it because I, I don't I don't see why. Honestly, yeah, it's not how it's like, played. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's how the sport is. And I love it like that. But yeah, I can understand that, that I know, American people uh, like point. like hikes, hike sports. Yeah. The nice. only the only thing I'd have to say is just there's too many sports that are ahead of, of, of soccer here in, yeah. in the United States. It's and very packed You will scene. have yeah. to go back in history to understand why soccer is not popular here in the mm-hmm. United States. Because yeah, yeah. English people, they had they had Cricket soccer and, and they had rugby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They brought rugby to the United States and that built into football. And that's why that sport is very arrived to the American culture, unlike soccer. Mm. Yep, there you have that for soccer. I mean, you know, it's always that's always going to be a heavy topic. Why it's Pe- not Pedro's? <laughs> why it's not popular here in the states? And if Pedro's here, it'll be discussed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Moving on to our final segment, uh, we have the NFL. Um, Jake, your Raiders are back to five hundred. Uh, very questionable, though. Their last two games have been against the Giants and the Jets. The Jets was an impressive win. Was it? Uh, although. Mm. The quarterback is Zach Wilson. What's it? Uh, I, I still think it's pretty tough, you know, to win any game with a brand new head coach and mm-hmm. new um, whole like <laughs> new quarterback. Basically, Aiden O'Connell, mm-hmm. you know, fourth round pick out of Purdue. Um, he has a great story, um, but you know, he still had to go and win that game against a really, really good defense. You know, best um, defense in the league. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jake, uh, your thoughts on being 500? No, I'm not going to do it. I want to be realistic. I think I see a lot of um, talking heads. Because, you know, the sports talking heads, do you like to go, what happened yesterday? What happened 12 hours ago? Mm-hmm. In reality, I think Raider fans would agree with me. You just said the points I was going to give that we got to remember who we're playing. We played Danny DeVito or Tommy DeVito, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, the Giants. <laughs> like playing quarterback. I mean, Jesus. I mean, that's what does that like say? Yeah. And then the Jets again. Zach Wilson, um, probably better with his mom's friends than playing quarterback. <clears throat> but um, <laughs> the defense is good. No, 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 no question. Yeah. Um, this week is the t- is I will be I will be yelling Raiders into this microphone if we win this week. <laughs> Loud. I'm sorry. Jay. If we beat the Dolphins, that would be different. That's not. So, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, not, I'm not saying it's happen. Okay, so I'm just saying if that was to happen, that's what I, I am do. obviously a 49er fan. Right. I was born into the Raiders Raider dynasty. Right. So mm-hmm. I have some connection to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. It's all hate. Um, <laughs> Raider fans, enjoy your time. Enjoy the wins because it's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolphins L. Chiefs L. Mm-hmm. Vikings L. Chargers mm, Chiefs. L Colts L Broncos win. So we got one win left. One possibly <laughs> two. Maybe two. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna be a little fair. Let me let me back up. Dolphins L Chiefs. Maybe it's a division game. Chargers. Uh, you should win. Uh, we lost to them here. So. <laughs> Vikings <laughs> with O'Connell quarterback. L. I'm sorry. Chiefs again. Probably not. Colts L Broncos. You should win. So you have, I think... Broncos and Colts seem like the more lucky yeah. best yeah. to win than the rest. But I, it's the NFL, and we got got by a team who I won't even name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's possible. It's a division. It's always, it's always possible. And the Chiefs are not the Chiefs this year. They haven't looked like the Chiefs this year as far as dominance goes. I think I give y'all... Y'all got a chance. Mm. I mean... I, uh, Antonio Pierce, I just want to speak about him a little bit. Yes, This please. is a Soul Cal legend. If you do yes. not know, Antonio Pierce was a coach at Long Beach Poly. Player, um, play, player and coach along with <laughs> um he pl- coached at sc um and is now uh the head of raider nation and i am i have never been happier for an organization um because mm-hmm. it's the raiders and i'm sorry you don't think of L- las vegas or oakland you think of la when you think of the raiders right and so to get a guy like that who like he said, when he spoke to the team, he said, I was rolling with NWA mm-hmm. and call the team. Like, this guy is... He embodies, embodies Raider Nation. It. Yes, yeah. he embodies the he's fans. A, he's team. a player's coach. Exactly. Yeah. He and just, he's a Raiders coach. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly mm-hmm. what RIP to Mr. Davis. That's exactly yes. the kind of coach he would have hired. Yes. Back in the day. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I think the... I think the Raiders should, st- if they finish out this season, respectable, right? Mm-hmm. Respectable right. record. 500-ish. Yes. Mm-hmm. They cannot make the same mistake yes. that they made with uh, Rich. This, this is different than Rich Basaccia, in my yeah. opinion, because he was always just a, like a special teams guy. He kind of was a like just a, you know, like a grandpa type of coach. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that's that's already on the path to being a head coach, so you already got him in the building and you keep him. Yeah. Basaccia, I can understand. I didn't. Want McDaniel's? But I can understand why you let him go. Mm-hmm. This is different because yes. he was already gonna. If he, the Raiders want to sign him or keep him long term, someone else is gonna try to hire. Him. Now, was he what? What coach was he? Was he the DC? He's a linebackers coach. Linebackers, linebackers coach because they want to keep the DC in charge because Patrick Graham's doing a great job with yeah. our defense. Our mm-hmm. defense is actually pretty, it's, it's pretty good, good for the first time yeah. in my probably my twenty eight years. Probably mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think you got to keep Pierce. Uh, hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what happens when that da- that comes down the line. Obviously, players love him. They're smoking cigars after games yeah. and stuff. Yeah, which yeah, is like the, the culture the, just changed. You know what? Yeah. I, I kind of before we move. I know we got to. We're on time strength. 
Have you ever seen a team rally behind a firing more? No. Yeah, no, I don't this think is I have. No. Like, Never. they are just... Fan base as well. Yeah. Well, fan base yeah. too. Yeah. But we, we rally every firing. This, <laughs> because it's been a lot of them. Uh, this, this, this hatred to McDaniels was real in the locker yeah. room. Clearly. Oh, yes. Right? It has to be. The Raiders, to me, are the... <laughs> I mean, it's the USC... I mean, the Lakers. I don't consider... I don't consider the 49ers, I don't consider the Rams or the Chargers as dear and near to LA as the Raiders are. Oh, a thousand percent. So ninety eight percent of LA are Raiders fans. Right. I strongly believe yes. that. Go ahead and throw out some polls. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. so when when I when you saw when he got fired, Twitter mm. was nuts. Oh, absolutely. Twitter was nuts. They were dancing on that grave. Raider Raider Twitter was going uh, insane. It was. And <laughs> we not deserve it. Because I think that when the Raiders are good in the NFL, it's good for the NFL. Yes. Yeah. It's, the right. sim- it's similar mm-hmm. to college football when SC's good, when Texas is good, when Miami's good. Mm-hmm. They're just a foundation, almost a pillar to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they're good, when the Patriots are good, I'm sorry, not everybody hates that. When the Patriots are good, when the Raiders are good, those type of teams, the NFL is doing better right. in the sport. Right. So I'm happy for Raiders fans. I hope if y'all could just wipe the slate clean and win like majority of your games and mm-hmm. AP becomes a permanent head coach. Yeah. You got something. You got something building. Something yes. Because when the players, you know, when players are fully bought into their coach, they're going to perform better. Yes. And that's Team. just, yeah. Yes. That's just the bottom line. Cause the, the, like uh, my example is Devante was obviously very frustrated with McDaniels. Mm-hmm. He's not getting much more, Catches now, but, but he, looks, he looks happy. How much happier does yeah. he look? He Smiles. looks happier. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. what they're doing makes sense, and it's, yes. it's not dumb. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you guys can have McDaniel's back. We'll see. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll take back. Um, <laughs> but we'll move on. Brock Purdy, uh, CJ, and the 49ers uh, <laughs> finally bounced back after a rough three-game stretch. Um, what are your thoughts on yesterday's game? Uh, man, I, I watched that whole game. And that was a that, butt whooping. Yeah, that defense looks killer, man. Like So the wealthy get wealthier. We just happen to add arguably one of the top five defensive ends in the NFL. When healthy. When healthy. When healthy. Right, healthy. Right, right, right. Chase Young, who's an absolute monster. That D-line is ridiculous. So now we have two of the greatest Ohio State defensive ends on our mm-hmm. defensive line. Good oh, yeah. luck to the rest of the NFC, including the Eagles. Uh, because guess what, baby? We're going to the bowl. We're going <laughs> to the bowl. We're going to the bowl. The 49ers are going back to the bowl. Brock Purdy is back. Bucks at our Bucks W, Seahawks W, Eagles. We'll see. Seahawks <laughs> W. I think our schedule is amazing. Blue yeah. Blue. Like, we have the Seahawks twice. That's always it's in the division. Seahawks are decent division. The Eagles. And then the Cardinals. That should um, be a win. Yes. The Ravens. <laughs> And then the Commanders, and then the Rams. I think our schedule looks good. Yeah, that is absolutely from the bias of a 49ers fan. As a football no, yeah, fan, I'm scratching my head a little bit. Um, all we need Brock Purdy to do is to throw two touchdowns, yeah. no yeah. interceptions, yeah. 200 it. yards. Yeah. We're not asking for you to throw four. We're not asking you to throw mm-hmm. 400. We're asking you to throw two. And, you're, and the thing is, is, with your talent on offense, you're never going to need him to. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. you have Trent Williams protecting your blind side. I mean, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Like, they just need to, it doesn't matter where they finish. They just need to get to the playoffs. Yes. Healthy. Then it's they, it. they could even be a seven seed. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't I don't care. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. No, it does yeah. not matter. You give us it's a seven seed. Who play thing, first? As long as you guys stay healthy, the thing about your defensive line, it's so scary. You guys, you, you have so many you guys. You never have, have to blitz. You have Ever. Bosa. Fred Warner <laughs> is a no ball. one can get double teamed. Nobody. Everyone, it has to be a one-on-one matchup. Right. And, um, yeah, you got, what, Eric Armstead. Fred Nick Warner. Bosa, Fred Hargrave, Warner. Hargrave. Hargrave. I mean, Armstead, they add, they added your, your former boy, uh, um, uh, Clellan Farrell. Yes. He's on the Cleland Niners Farrell. now? Yes. Yeah. They got Randy the Gregory. Clemson. 
yeah. Randy Gregory from the yeah, from just... the Broncos. I mean, I I know I know he hasn't had the best year, but you just got you just got a stable. Be, it could be That's the moral of the story. Yeah. The D line is a loaded yeah. stable. Yeah, athletes. the rest of the NFL should be pissed at the Commanders because thank you yeah, for, for that free. third round, practically free third round pick. Mm, we gave away two rounds or two three first rounders for Trey. We'll take that mm-hmm. third rounder, no problem. Yeah. So I think that my 49ers are a Super Bowl team asterisk with when healthy. Right. Um, Because that's been their biggest issue. Yeah. Most teams when healthy. We also are, we're not an old team, but they're getting up there. We're getting up there and our window is now next year. And I think it's Mm. after that. Toss up. Yeah. Who do we keep? Because Purdy's got to get paid and then you go from there. And And that's always, that's always the question. So moving on, got to talk about the (laughs) dumpster fire of, the Patriots, oh, brutal, woke up Quinn. at 6 in the morning to watch us put up a six-point performance. Um, Welcome to my life of 20 years. You had it for like yeah. two. Uh, this, is, yeah. <laughs> no. this, is, this is year two of the, uh, well, technically year three of the Mac yeah. Jones experience. Year two since McDaniels has left. Experience is too nice of a word. And, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people don't like McDaniels, but I truly think that he and the Patriots are just a perfect match, scheme wise. And he's a great OC. Yeah, he's a not, great OC. Not a head but coach. He can never be a head coach. And, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's obviously got a track record. For Mac, he's had. I was talking to Jake about this earlier. Mac has. This is his third year. It's his third OC. Yep. Right. It's a lot of schemes Tough. for a young quarterback. Tough. Absolutely. Especially taking on the pressure of playing for the Patriots exactly. and trying to replace Tom Brady. Replace Tom Brady. Exactly. That's hard on a young quarterback. <laughs> and you just named so and many things. Wow. And your second your second year OC was a DC. And yes. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's and, and we did better last yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, right? right? So you know, I I think I I'm always gonna support Mac, even you know, eventually when he's not on the Patriots. I'm always gonna be a he big was a Mac tough card. His rookie year was awesome. He was in, yeah. He was awesome. He was his great year, and you know we have done nothing good for him since uh, you know after his rookie year. And I feel bad for feel bad for him. I'm always gonna root for him. And you know, hopefully we do bad and we finish bad enough to where we could get uh, you know a top three pick and hopefully land you. May or Williams or even Marvin Harrison Jr. I'd be fine with. Either one of those three. I think they're all franchise changers. Quinn is so nice because when Brock Purdy had three bad games, I was like, trade him. Yeah. <laughs> trade him away. That's the luxury of having a really good team. And, you know, yeah. when you don't have good quarterback play, the blame's always the blame's always going to go Can to the I just ask you this, Quinn? Yeah. So as a Patriots fan, mm-hmm. you are at the top echelon of the NFL as a fan. Yeah. Right? Let's You've got a lot of success. A lot mm-hmm. of success, right? That, uh, <laughs> 95% of the NFL fans can't mm-hmm. brag about. Yeah. How hard is it to fall to earth for Patriots fans? That's a good question. You know, it, it's kind of Dave it, Portman. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like I don't know. It's it's a, it's a real learning experience, honestly. <laughs> being, being humbled this bad because you can draw you, you can draw on your Lakers experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like gr- growing up, man. Like all I ever knew was success. Oh, like I already knew I we were it. gonna win the division. You know, like you young guys. This this yeah. is this was me as a Laker fan. Yeah, my whole life. I'm a lot older than everybody here. Yeah, I was. I didn't know what it was to lose. And then you go to the seven years of hell that yeah. the Lake was Laker yeah, fandom. Yeah. That's what you're, well, you hope you yeah. don't have seven years. I don't wish that upon you. Yeah, right? no. And I, I think as long as Belichick's there, I know he, he's not a good GM and he's had a lot of bad decisions, but he is still a great coach and we still have a really good defense. If you look at our defense, we've had some blowouts this year, but that was because of the offense, right. you know, not giving the defense yep. great opportunities, exactly. but we have, We've had a we've had a good amount of injuries too on the defensive side, mm-hmm. so you know it's been a year of hell. Um, but 
our defense is still great. And as long as Belichick's there, our defense is going to be pretty damn good. I guarantee you that. And it's just, it's just whether or not, you know, we can formulate an offense, find a QB, you know, get the right piece. Can I address the elephant in the room? Is, yeah. is Belichick going to be there next year? Exactly. The Magic Johnson, <laughs> yeah, I ain't yeah. going to be there next year? Is that what's going to happen? I think, you know, just he... because we're playing so bad, the media is always going to steal yeah. something. It's, yeah, it's just like, it's, right. I, it's, anybody, anybody has it's a just like about making, about making the headline, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, but that's our it, job. So, Will but, he be let go or will he decide when he's done? He will He will decide when he's done. And, and, I, that, and I think if, if, if he doesn't start to pick it up, we're going to have a lot of money this free agency. So if we could have a great free agency, you know, we'll see. Him making the decision. Y- yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so it's going to be if he can put his pride aside and just hire be a, a coach and hire a GM. Yeah. So then what do you think that is best for the Patriots? Or is that going to drive believe, them further into the ground? I think it's best. I think it's best. He have stays. No, that, that he stays. Yes. Okay. And that was my question. And believe it or not, I may sound crazy. But we need McDaniel's back. Oh, oh! He, that's he's the, just Patriots culture, and that's, that's the and only that's place he can go. He's not, not going to hire yeah, nobody that's else. True. Yes. That is true. And he can't be a head coach, right? But not every player is built for the Patriot culture. You right. have to come in knowing what you're signing up for. And right? not everybody is meant to be a head yeah. coach, right? And so that's, that's that actually why makes he, sense. In that my opinion. actually makes a lot of because you know no, what? That's a good idea. No <laughs> one is going to touch him. Mm-hmm. So except for Belichick knows yeah. him, yeah. so like he's that's the only place and he can go. Me and my or dad, Nick Saban, Alabama. Me and my dad literally small. talked about this. We're like, oh, okay, go ahead, because prior to him being hired by the Raiders, it was like six years of like, oh, McDaniel's is gonna go somewhere this year. Right. We knew that, you know, after his failure with the Broncos, like take a while. he's gonna yeah. come back. Yeah, I mean that's what happened. Bill O'Brien eventually came back after mm-hmm. he was fired. It, it, it's just how it is, and you know, hmm. th- not part of the reason why these why Patriot coaches fail is because they're not Belichick at the end of the day. Right. Or not even meant to be in his system. And they're, they're trying to go to these other franchises and a bunch of new players that have never, ever like been adjusted to that kind of culture. Like, you know, that's why that's the big reason they fail is because they try to be Belichick. Yeah. For those of, for those of you out there who don't know, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are the bulls slash Lakers are the is Bama in college football? Mm-hmm. Is Barcelona in soccer? Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, he's gonna fight you in the middle of the podcast. Sorry, Pedro. <laughs> uh, they are the dominant top echelon of the NFL. They're the standard of what you want an NFL franchise traditionally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but like you said coaches can't replicate because you can't master the master. Yeah. So, like they're trying to bring what he can, they can't bring everything that he has. And that's why they. That's why these coaches and, they have not had a successful assistant leave them. Yeah, and and you know I'm kind of getting tired of the Tom Brady narrative that he oh that he want that he made Belichick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, somewhere. and and the, the thing with that is is Brady, as great as he was, we always system. had a great defense. Yep. Oh, and, and yep. We always had a great defense to play around him, and and, and you know so. No, we're not, really discredit- we're not discrediting the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. 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 no, no. But, people, but, but the media no. likes to discredit yeah, no. one or the other. And no yes, one will yes, ever yes, be yes, Brady. Yes, yes. I, I, I am always going to be Brady is the goat. No one can ever change my mind. I don't care what Mahomes exactly. does. Exactly. No one's ever going to beat Brady. Amen. No one is. No quarterback is ever as clutch as Tom Brady. Never. But <laughs> at okay. the same time, we always had a great defense. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna since since you made that point mm. since you came out made that point. Mm. Do you think Tom Brady is a better football player than Patrick Mahomes? Football player. I think obviously, like Mahomes is um, more talented. He has more arm talent than than Brady, but he's not as clutch as Tom Brady. You didn't ask the question. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> Boom, baby! I, cool. not. So, so go ahead and say that again. 
He's not. Who's not better than who? Mahomes is not better than Tom Brady. Oh, great. I get to clip wow. that. And <laughs> who who won the Super Bowl matchup? Oh. Tom Brady. Who won the AFC championship to go to the Super Bowl to win number six? Tom Brady. Mm. So Pedro. take that, Pedro. Pedro. Chiefs fan, if you didn't know. Who Mahomes. was the better football player? Tom Patrick Brady. Mahomes. <laughs> we'll talk about it 10 years after. <laughs> That's fine. Quinn, That's fine. Patrick Mahomes. He won't have is Travis Kelsey forever. He will never talent he will, than Tom Brady. He will never ever have another weapon like Tyreek Hill or <laughs> Travis Kelsey. That was lightning in a bottle. Travis Kelsey's Somebody on his way out. Argue, um, I'm sorry. What's what's who was um Tom Brady's uh, little wide receiver that stayed with him for Wes a while? Wes Walker. Walker. Mm-hmm. People some people would argue that Wes Walker was better for Tom Brady than uh Cheetah was for oh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Oh, I don't know because Tyreek Hills is throw, he's down there somewhere and he just throws it up. Yeah, I hopes. in my and mind you, I'm only 21, but in my 21 years of football and I've watched a lot of it in 21 years, I have never se- I have never seen the talent that Patrick Mahomes is on the field. He has revolutionized the game of football. Yeah. I have never gone on Friday nights and seen so many high school quarterbacks attempt to throw sidearms. I have never nice. gone to college mm-hmm. football and seen so many quarterbacks attempt no look passes. Zach Wilson, you're not good at it. Stop trying to do it. Um, and I just have, I've never seen somebody throw the throws. I mean, this guy could be not looking and throw it that way and complete a pass 60 yards down the field. The, the, he, he's not doing, Tom Brady's not doing that. The, the talent he has, like, I mean, you, you see what Mahomes does in the field. You've never seen that in history of, of football. You haven't you seen, never it. seen it. You it's seen crazy. It. It's pure magic. It's like messy in soccer. He's not, but yeah. he is not better. He is not the GOAT. I'm uh, saying Patrick Mahomes. Not right is, now. I'm saying Patrick right Mahomes. Oh, he will the, never ever pass Tom right Brady. Now. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. He will never. But if he gets eight Super Bowls or something. No, no, he doesn't need eight. Oh. For how talented he is, Patrick Mahomes needs one or two more, and he's the goat. But Easily. but <laughs> think about it. He has still a lot of years in his career. He so can many. do. A, he can do a lot. Well, he has three, four. At least on the contract. No, no. I'm saying Patrick Mahomes has how many Super Bowls? Two. 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 He he only needs two more. Easily. He only needs two more. I think he can get to the seven. I think he can get he can to get the seven. I think he can. Brady won NFL three team. in his first four years. Okay. Yeah. And and, and what? What, what? And how much did he contribute to this? Because if, if we want to get to, I mean, we don't, I don't I know mean, the he time. Had the, but like, he had the game-winning drive to set up the field goal. Yeah. No, he, didn't. he had another one against Carolina. And then the defense really won those. That's the most kind of point. Yeah. Most, but all, both Super Bowls that Patrick Mahomes has, he's, he's single directly responsible for won them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you but know, it's it's we can debate it. Yeah. We can debate it. It's definitely even. Yeah. Like, you can definitely go both sides. But like the fact that you have to consider the fact that it's even in Patrick Mahomes is as young as he is. I just want to see what happens when he doesn't have any weapons. I want to see what kind of quarterback he is. So you think that Cheetah leaving like had like no impact on his options or his weapons. Like I think that that was huge, and he still is doing what he's doing. I, I mean, he was he's but I think he's, he's saying like he hasn't he's not been the same. Like what happens that level? What, that what's going to happen now. when Kelsey's gone? That's a huge safety blanket. That's what I'm curious about. Unless they draft better, they keep drafting receivers. Well, I just think that Tom or uh, um, Kelsey to Patrick is Gronk to Tom. To Tom. They're yeah. going to be with each other for mm-hmm. forever until they're not. But Tom had three without Gronk. Too, yes. part of it. True. So it's just it's it's easier to it's, score it's, points as a quarterback than it is yeah. a tight end. Yes, so. it's a very very good topic. We can get that yeah. pretty much yeah. every week if you want to. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, you know that's probably gonna wrap it up. Next week we're yeah. gonna talk about when we talk about the NFL, we're gonna talk about our um, our playoff predictions. Yes, so sir. stay tuned yeah. for that. 
um for me and the guys that's all we got for today um and that's it we're signing off peace out bye bye